Welcome again to another episode of the Young Black and Bothered Sports Desk. We're excited to be with you all uh, wherever you are listening. If you're listening here on stereo, welcome. Please uh, reach out with your comments, uh, your voicemails, and your reactions. Um, this is your boy Q, and I am excited to hear and be with my other two co-hosts. Tell them who you are. Yo, what's going on? This is Greg. Back again for another week. What's up, y'all? This is Lou. Hope everybody had a happy 4th of July, a safe 4th of July, and uh, it's good to be back with you guys. Absolutely. Yes, I still have all 10 digits. That I didn't um, have a JPP moment um, this year, which is, which is a plus. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. I was shooting fireworks for two hours. My thumbs still hurt. Um, but it was fun. You know, it's always great to spend time with the kids. Um, and, um, yeah, so it was a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. So that's open. we're going to open up the show with anybody having any hot takes. So just, we can just shoot the shit for a, few, for a few minutes before we get into the nitty-gritty. Um, so... If anybody remembers um, the last episode, which was amply titled, uh, what was it, like something on Pippin. We, we basically talked about Scottie Pippen. But, um, yeah, my, my playoff predictions were on par, on par. I, I'm starting to get really good at my predictions, really, really fucking good. So, just feels good to be right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, one of my predictions was right. We're going to talk about that in a few seconds, um, but yeah, I'm 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 actually I'm pretty excited to see who is going to win the title this year. Like we have two teams that have not been in the finals in a very very long time, um, and I think that makes it even more exciting. You know, uh, you know, breaking up the uh, monotony of LeBron or Steph Curry, or, you know or whoever being in the finals every year. Um, so I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I'm ready for it to kick off tomorrow. Uh, and yeah. So. I'm excited too. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see some new blood in the finals, you know, like you said, without Steph or LeBron. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty stoked for it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna be an excellent series. I think it goes. I think it goes seven. I think it's gonna go seven. Wouldn't that be exciting to have uh, a game seven in Phoenix? And, and it, it. Oh man, I can't, it's, <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Oh, if it so, if it goes to a game seven, Phoenix is not winning. You heard it here first. Oh, oh, oh it's a spicy hot take. All right, spicy hot take. Uh, we'll play this comment in a second. Uh, so before we get into NBA news, I th- th- this was something that happened on Friday that really had me grinding my gears, um, and just realizing how stupid the Olympics are, how stupid it is that uh, the fastest female runner in the world, who also happens to be black, who happens to be black cannot run in the 100 meters in Tokyo later this month. And it's absolutely 
fucking atrocious that has happened. So those of you who was living under a rock this weekend, or well, since Friday, um, Shikari Richardson, who won the the U.S. Olympic trials to make, to get on to 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 win a spot on the 100 meter um, Olympic U.S. Olympic team, um, was suspended for 30 days um, because she tested positive for marijuana. Well, for can for cannabis. Um, actually, well, THC, which is the like the main ingredient in uh, in in wheat. So that means that. Um, her her time was voted avoided. Hold on one second. So her time was disqualified. Her, her winning time was disqualified, which and she she was the fastest women runner this women's runner over in the world this year, um, and she will not be able to run in the Olympics. Um, there is a possibility that she could be on the 100 meter re- by the four, on the 4 by 100 meter relay because that um that race um is going to be run the day after she um uh, her suspension is lifted so um thoughts uh, my immediate thought is i mean she deserved it play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Um, somebody might feel a certain way about the way I put that, but it's the truth. Um, you knew what you got into it when you got into it. And the, the consequence of your actions happened. She knew it. She, you know, earned it. More importantly, she deserved it. Um, I would treat any athlete who knows the rules and vehemently breaks them the same way. Um, so, you know, I, I really hope that people stop campaigning to really change rules that have been in existence forever for the sake of, you know, our faves getting a pass when other people didn't. And it's just sports. Um, I don't want to make it a racial thing. I don't want to make it a gender thing because, you know, people are starting to take the action and, you know, making different context out of it, which annoy the shit out of me. Um, our community exclusively have pretty much said you know she you know she's a black woman and she you know just because she smoked a little bit of weed i'm like no that's absolutely not how it works that that is not how it fucking works you know i've heard you know other communities talk about michael phelps and things like that it's like bro like the, the fucking rule is there it's like walking into somebody's house and you tell you know they specifically say no shoes take your shoes off of the door and you know that one person who comes in you know more recently just like you know what yeah, I understood. You know, I understand everybody took their shoes off, but fuck it. <laughs> like, it's just one time. That one time will literally get your ass banned from coming to somebody's house. So, you know, Shikari, I appreciate what she does, and I think she has a very promising future, but the rules are the rules, bro. Like, you broke them, you suffered a consequence, she, you know, she acknowledged it, and we move on. Okay, so here's where, okay, here's where I disagree, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to interrupt your point, because you, um, you're definitely... That, um, you know, everyone is entitled to their opinion, but here's where I disagree with you. So, yeah, she told. Did you not also know that her birth, that she ju- that she had just found out <clears throat> that her birth mother had, had passed away? And, and I'm trying, I'm, 
weed weed is a performance hand. So I get that you know it, it allows it allows athletes and and, and well anyone um, to recover quickly. You know, pain management and to recover quickly and everything. But what if <laughs> the fact of the matter is, she was still being she would still be eligible if she binge drank for a couple of days. Cute. That's apples and oranges, bro. It's not. It's not. It's not. It really really isn't. It it really isn't. Like, has she... I get it. She made a choice. She she asked... She made a choice. She knew what the rules were. She she, she knew what the rule was. She chose... You know, she did what she did. And now she's um, facing... You know, she's facing the consequences of what she, of her action but so that should be it then right like well i don't understand really, why we, I, so, like it, it should but i mean we then there should be no but like if the, if the rule was the rule she broke the weed, rule and there's weed, no consequence it's not it's not is about a, it's not about weed or anything let me go ahead and like you know counter your point and then i'm gonna let you get it off Number one, you mentioned the fact that her mom died. Guess what? A lot of people's moms have passed away. That doesn't give them the privilege or the right to say, you know what? I understand the rule of the establishment that I work for, that I entertain for, that I do a sport for. I'm going to do it anyway because guess what? My mom died. You can't go to work and say, you know what? I'm just going to show up in my fucking underwear because my mom died. You're not going to say, you know what? I'm going to roll up at my desk because you know what? My mom died. You can't do that. Nobody can do that because there are already rules set in place that are there for you to honestly just abide by. them. Now, if, you know, this wasn't Olympic season or anything like that, be my guest. Do what the fuck you want to do. But for you to actually know it and for her to be a superstar in my eyes, like she's going to be a superstar if she's not already. She knows all the eyes are on her, not for the fact that she's black. Not for the fact that she's a woman, but she is both of those on top of already being ahead of her competition. So to say, oh, because her mom died, like we're supposed to give her a pass. Absolutely fucking not. So that's for me. That's my number one point for that. Number two, the fact that, yes, rules can change. But guess what? They haven't. So since they haven't, we can't go and make declarations of shit that should change when they haven't. The NBA has, you know, been a little bit more lenient. The NFL has been a little bit more lenient. But the one establishment that you and I both know since inception have pretty much had a rule about any form of illegal substance. And they have a laundry list of them. It's the fucking Olympics. So, to you know, the fact that I don't I don't want to, like, start an argument about it. But it's just like, like we can make excuses until we're blue in the face. But the thing is, it's in black and white. So since it's in black and white, this shouldn't even be a discourse. We shouldn't even be talking about it. She fucked up. She knew she fucked up. She acknowledged she fucked up. We can move on. Because, I mean, like, then it just becomes us talking about why they should change shit. And the thing is, they're not going to. (laughs) So, I mean, where where are we at with it now? Because, say, say for example, Q, what if if they do change it? If they do change it, then it's going to be like the whole Reggie Bush shit that happened last week as well. Oh, well, you know, yeah, we changed the rules. But... Guess what? It doesn't apply to you because you happened when it was illegal, when you weren't supposed to do it, and you did it anyway. So yeah, there were consequences then. Everybody was coming. Okay, I understand your argument. I understand your argument. Um, Lou, what do you have to say before I, before I, before I say anything else? I 100% agree with Greg. She knew the consequences. 
she knew that if she did it, that she'd probably get caught. And, you know, she has to suffer the consequences. They suspended her for a month. And, you know, I, that's that's just what it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, this is an argument. I'm not going to win. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 no, I, I, I would love for you to make your point, Q, because like, I, I feel like I know where you're going to go. And I'm hoping that you actually hit the point that I want you to hit because the listeners need to hear it. So it's not just like we're kind of like, you know, cutting you out of the conversation. We just have our points. And so no, you're not, I, I yeah, want to hear not, yeah, yeah, you're not you're not cutting me out. I just think it. Okay, so it, it just goes to the bigger argument to the bigger argument that we're that we as a country is having right now over whether marijuana should be legalized. I think it does. And I I think it does. I definitely think it does. Um, but I mean, we can. I don't. I don't want to turn it into. A, I don't want to turn it into a race thing. But in a in a way, it can't. Like so. Later, also this weekend, the IO, the excuse me, the governing body over swimming said made a ruling that. Um, so there was this company that made um, swimming caps for women with with natural hair, i.e. Black women, because so the Swimming Federation said that those those swimmers couldn't can't use those swimming caps because it's not quote natural. It's not natural. Okay, Greg said he'll be right back. Um, it's just like why? How is it? I, I'm really lost and confused on this one. I'm really lost and confused on this one. Um, yeah, I'm really lost and confused. It, a little because Greg said he'll be right back. Um, can, can, can you help me get some clarity in this? Because I'm like, so, I mean, it just goes to that double, it just goes to that double standard, right? In my eyes, in my opinion. It's like a double you what know. did they say? Uh, the the swimming caps. What was uh? So they made. What a, was the whole so, thing? So so this company, this company, um, is a company in New York, and um, so they they invent they made invented a um, swimming cap, right? Okay. That that could adequately um, protect women with natural hair. Okay. And um, swimming's governing body said ruled that swimmer like women swimmers and uh, women swimmers, aka black women swimmers, right, um, can't use those caps because it gives them an advantage. They I, they think I, I don't think it. How is it given? They said no, no, no. The cap is un- no, no. Let me finish. They said that the cap was unnatural. 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 Right. What's a natural cap? I, 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 I don't. <laughs> I have no. I have no idea. That that's why I say I'm. This is why I'm so confused. Like, so 
Yeah, you got me confused too. I don't I mean, know. I, I, it's, unnatural. It's not, un, exactly. Exactly. So let me see. I, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go find this story. Let's see. I'm gonna go find this story. Um, but I mean, you gotta look at. You gotta look at the like the history of America when it comes to black when it comes to black people. Like in cities, there were rules and laws put in place to not let you know not put, to put pool don't put pools or whatever in in uh black neighborhoods. And you know that You know that basically. That's why a lot of black people don't know how to don't know how to swim. Like you know, for generations don't know how to swim. Didn't know how to swim. And of course, it's better now. You know, um, but I think it was in the fifties and the sixties and the seventies. That's why you didn't. That's why black you know black people didn't know how to sw- didn't know how to swim because they didn't have access and they didn't have the right. They didn't have access to places where you can go to a pool. Because of Jim Crow. Um, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just going to interject for a second. It says that the International Swimming Federation is reviewing its decision not to allow the use of swimming caps designed for natural black hair at the Tokyo Olympics. Um, so for me, j- just taking the article from CNN, like uh, that, that's, that's great. But I just, you know, I'm siding with you on this one, Q, because it's certain things. It's like it shouldn't have even gotten that far if you know for a fact some shit is just not going to be a advantage or a disadvantage for somebody to put their fucking hair like put their hair under something in order for them to swim that, that's a little bit different um it's, it's, it's stupid it, it, it's absolutely stupid so here's the so i i found i found the article for um on on health post so the caps created by Black-owned British company Soul Cap are larger than those used at the Olympics in order to accommodate fuller and longer hair and braids. They're not expected to provide any competitive advantage because they're bigger and would li- and would likely create more drag or resistance for a sweater. Um, so the, the FINA ban is likely to discourage many younger athletes from pursuing the sport as they progress through. Um, competitive swimming. Soul Cap co-founder Tokes Ahmed noted on social media, for younger swimmers, feeling included and seeing yourself in a sport at a young age is crucial. Um, Daniel Obey, the founding member of the Black Swimming Association in the UK, told The Guardian that the decision reinforced the systemic and institutional inequalities of the sport. She noted that Olympic swimming caps were created for Caucasian hair. Obey said that said the caps won't work don't work for black hair which defies gravity it's just one excuse we, after the next man right. in my personal it, it, opinion thank you I, I agree I completely agree yeah um, that one like you know let me first say this um, the first scenario Q talked about to open the show and this are two completely different things so you know I, I, I feel strongly about the first one and I'm just going to leave that where it is. You can feel free to play that back if you want to. But this, it's definitely a a margin of error on the Olympics to the point where they knew they fucked up. So now they're trying to correct it. The issue is, you knew you fucked up, but you did it. Not maliciously. They didn't do it for just black hair. They did it 
saying, you know, in my personal opinion, they did it thinking that they were honestly just trying to keep an even advantage, if you want to call it that. But the thing is, if you're a good athlete, there is no such thing as an advantage. You're just better than your fucking competition, in my eyes. Um, and you see Usain Bolt or, you know, any other like previous athlete, you knew for a fact that they were technically just a better fucking athlete. And right. The the Olympics historically, well, not yeah, actually, I'll say that the historically, historically <laughs> yeah, they know that the the black and brown because we have to be crystal clear, it's not just black athletes, black and brown athletes are vastly superior in certain markets. Notice what I said there in certain markets. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, sorry, sorry. Let me finish. So basically what I was attempting to say is they want, damn, I'm I'm trying to like word it without it sounding like really fucked up. But if it's a white sport, they honestly, they want to keep the advantage even. Um, So swimming, for example, has, I don't want to say it's been an untapped market when it comes to black athletes, but it's always been like, sacred ground for like leaner white athletes let me let me let me let me jump into let me jump Go into that. And, that, and that's exactly and it, that's exactly what it is and, and, and it goes back the point i was making earlier that there were like you know in the six in the 50s and the 60s in in the 70s you know you can go and watch pride and in it, and it, and it, and it, you know it go watch the movie pride there wasn't. There were not opportunities. There were not, you know, black, black and brown people did not have access to the top of the line swimming, you know, pools and swimming in aquatic facilities because they were not allowed to be because of Jim Crow. So, I mean, it, it, it like it's systemic and historic. It's systemic and historic. That's why we don't see a lot of black swimmers. In the Olympics, except for Simone Manuel um, and a few others that I, that I can't name off the top of my head, but Simone Manuel is, is, the, is the biggest name because she won she won a medal in um, in, in in Rio. So we can we can pretty much just chalk up the fact that the Olympics is attempting to make sure that there are some some sports that are competitive in the Olympics that BIPOCs cannot overtake overrun and more importantly make it theirs for years to come pretty much you just hit it hit the nail on the haystack just hit the nail on the haystack and you know i mean we're not you can go even further into the methods of why they're having why they're conducting uh Olympic games in the middle of a pandemic even though it was pushed back from the from last year pandemic's still going on like people are still getting sick the Delta variant is getting even is you know it's it's is becoming even more prevalent, and people are still dying. People are still getting sick. People are still dying. Like <laughs> so, I mean, we can go even further. We can go even further up um, the Olympics' ass, but we're gonna stop right. <laughs> we're gonna move on from there. Uh, we're gonna move on from there. Uh, you know. Shikari, 
you did what you did. You know, it's unfortunate that you had to take that suspension. It's unfortunate that you won't be getting Olympic gold um, in the 100, but um, just the four by 100, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, hopefully the the, the US the USOC um, decides to put her on put her on put her on the four by 100. Or the four by one relay. Um, yeah, so we have the finals. The finals are upon us. The finals are upon us. Not the teams that we expected to go. Not the team, excuse my kids in the background. Not the, ki- not the teams that we expected it to be. You know, everyone was hoping that it would be a LeBron versus KD and the and the Monstars didn't come to fruition. Uh, so finals, which start to which start on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, J- July sixth, will be the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Whew. Is there any word if Giannis is playing in Game One? So it's still uncertain. It's still uncertain. He's not playing. He's going. He's going to play. I don't think he plays. I don't think he does either. If anything, he'll play in Milwaukee. He is not playing in Phoenix. Um, And you know, again, that's for ratings. In my personal opinion, it's ratings. It's the fact that he needs the rest. Um, He didn't get enough. I thought that they were going to, you know, kind of postpone you know, at least until Thursday, but they're like, oh, no, we're going to capitalize on this. We're going to make sure to start on Tuesday. I think that's a really bold decision. Well, not just, that, not just that, not just that, you know, the draft is in three weeks. Yeah. The draft is the in thing. three like, weeks. But that's the thing. If you know for a fact that the NBA Finals are going to be every other night, that means the series is going to end roughly by, what, the 23rd? So well, it's going to be... It's yeah, gonna, I, I, think it's, I, I think it's a... I, sorry, sorry, man. No, 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 go ahead. I think there's a, a three-day a three three day break between game two and three because of the travel. And I believe between game uh, four and five also, I believe, if there is a game five. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look up the schedule because, like, I thought about what I said, and I also I had to factor in the fact that the Olympics starts at the end of the month. So... Um, right, because Middleton is on the is on the, is on the Olympic team. So. Yeah. So right now it says game one will be Tuesday, game two is Thursday, game three is Sunday, and then Q was right. So game four would be on Wednesday, July fourteenth. Game five would be Saturday. Game six, if there needs to be, would be on July twentieth. And um, where is game seven? Game seven is July twenty second. So. Like and the, and the Olympics was on right? the twenty third, right? Starts the Olympics start on twenty third. I, I think, yeah, yeah. So they're trying to make sure that they start the series and finish it before the Olympics because it's going to be hard to make ratings for both. But no, 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 I don't think I don't think it will be hard. People are going to watch the Olympics, no doubt. I think because Chris Middleton is on that team. They're like, all right, we gotta get, this, we gotta get this shit done because, you know, Q, to give him. Cue, cue. You you're trying to tell you're trying to tell me they're rushing the 
listen. So they're, they're, not, they're thinking they're, they're, rushing, kinda... they're rushing the NBA finals because Chris Middleton needs to go to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> not just, not just, not just. You, you, realize, you realize in previous Olympics, not just Chris like Middleton, players Devin were Hook actually on the in the too. Oh, okay. So, 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 so let me finish my statement. Let, let me finish my statement. When it comes to the Olympics, you do realize, like, just because there's, like, the NBA Finals going on, the players do have the option to play later. Like, they, they have the option to, you know, skip the first few games and then play in the actual, you know, later games. Because it yeah, doesn't end until first, August 8th. If they skip a few games, <laughs> you may not make it into the middle round. Like, that, like people, think, people think, like, Chris Middleton and Devin Booker. <laughs> Greg, shut up. <laughs> anyway, come on. Any, any, any who? Any who? All right, I. All right, we need to go ahead and get the pictures out of the way. I have. Some, go I have ahead, Q. You good? I have sons and seven. That's something seven. I think Giannis sits out games one and two. I think he comes back because games three, four, and five are in Milwaukee. Oh, they don't now, go two, two, one, one, one. No, 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 not not in the finals. It's two, three, two. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's two, three, two. Greg, fact check that real quick. I'm shutting up. You figure it out. <laughs> oh my. Okay, Greg Popovich. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, I'm so you want uh, you want predictions? Yeah, I have Suns and seven. Uh, Giannis sits out games one and two. He, he plays the games and he comes back to play the games in, in Milwaukee. Four I, uh, Suns. Uh, I, I, I'm saying Suns and six. Suns and I'm six. Going Suns and five. And the Suns will give them the one game that Giannis plays, and then he reaggravates the injury. That's the end of their series. See okay, so so it used to be two three two for the finals, but then it's two two one one one. So oh, game five, five, game five will be in Phoenix. Game five will be in Phoenix. Lou, you want to change that from six to five? I don't know. I was thinking about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, you know what? No, I'm gonna stick with my six. I'll stick with six. Yeah, uh, and seven. I think it would be. I think it would be iconic if Chris Paul can win Game Seven on his on his home court. That that would be crazy. That would be that would be the fairy tale that that, that Adam Silver wants. Lou, do you find it ironic that Q wants it? To go seven that way, the Olympics have to wait for Chris Middleton. <laughs> the Olympics are the Olympics <laughs> it, not it, waiting for them. And there'll uh, be a, there'll, there'll be a report from the IOC right before Game Seven that says they're going to push back the Olympics two games. So Chris Middleton, so Chris Middleton can play back Game Seven. They're not Basketball doesn't start until bas- basketball doesn't start until like the end of to the end of the end of July. So they they got time. It's just it, it it will prevent them from playing any ex- any ex- exhibition games, you know, any tune ups. But whatever, whatever. I'm right. still on the team. Here's a here's a uh, quick prediction, or if you if you guys want to, 
who gets finals MVP? Even if the Phoenix Suns lose, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. I think it's going to be this year. It's going to be an honorary. Like you know what? If he if he plays all games, even if they lose, I think that they might just because is it still not league voting? It's league and play like you know audience that picks the MVP for the finals. It. I thought. It, or did they change? Oh that? yeah, that's true. Because yeah. uh, I want to say they still have it where it's like because before it was the whole thing where it was just the administration where there were different coaches in the league and different players like the committee who picked the MVPs. But now that they have the actual like fans doing it, they have a fan vote. Yeah, Chris Paul's going to get that. Yeah, Chris Paul is. Okay. I said Chris Paul definitely. Chris Paul definitely gets the MVP unless unless Devin Booker doesn't fuck a Kardashian and goes nuts. Now, uh, a hot take for me. I, I hate the fact that I'm going to say this though. Devin Booker is going to have two 35 plus point games this series. Well, I think he goes insane. I think he goes insane this series. Like he, he probably average. He might average 30 for the whole series. Because, but, but but you can't but you can't sleep on Drew Holiday's defense. Can't sleep on his defense. Can't sleep on Milwaukee's defense either. Can't sleep on Milwaukee's defense either. But I think Devin Booker is about to have the series of his life. Yeah, that's why I gave him that one game because that that one game is going to be the one where they honestly they tire Phoenix out. And the thing is, they're going to tire Phoenix out, but then they're going to have that three games that you know that three day rest period, and Phoenix is just going to close them out. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm gonna lower my prediction to six. Phoenix and six. I think they still a game. They still a game in they they still a game in Phoenix. Um they'll probably take the two they'll probably take the two games in Milwaukee, come back to Phoenix, win, and then and then win in Milwaukee. Win the title in Milwaukee. All right, yeah. All right, so um, there hasn't been any other like big NBA news this week, um, except for um, you know Milwaukee and Phoenix getting into the getting into the finals. I believe, yeah, that was the, that's been the only like really big news. Well, um, there was yeah. a little bit more news today. I think it was today. Um, the Atlanta Hawks did sign Nate McMillan for four years to be their head to take the interim. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he des- he he earned it and des- he deserves it, man. One hundred percent, I do. I believe uh, uh, Atlanta is going to be a force to reckon with, and especially especially if they can get a wing. Well, if Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter comes back healthy next year, that that's a little faster defense. But they can if that's a little faster defense because then Trey doesn't have to be exposed on defense. Um, yeah, Atlanta is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the next in the, in the coming years. I think their key is they have to find a way to resign. They got to resign um, John Collins. John Collins leaves. Atlanta would still be good. Atlanta would still be good, but um, their ceiling is much lower if John Collins 
leaving uh, restricted free agency. Yeah, so, all right. Yeah, if John, John Collins is the key. If he leaves, if he stays, um, if he stays, Atlanta's going to be extremely dangerous. If he leaves, Atlanta will still be dangerous, but they're ceiling. They're not going to be in these conference finals next year if Collins leaves. What? All right, so. That's a bold take, but I like it. I like it. It, 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 it is bold. Like, like, John Collins means a lot for their team. Um, John, Co- he he gives them. Atlanta has great shooters, but you know that color the length. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't. He's an inside scorer. He doesn't. He doesn't score. He doesn't score from the outside. John Collins allows that spacing. He he allows that. He allows his spacing on offense. If he leaves, he, Atlanta could probably replace him, but they're not going to have that high of a ceiling. That they do with him, and they do with him. So, like Collins is the key to Atlanta next year. All right, so moving on. I think we all synthesize the Phoenix Suns are going to win their first title. Chris Paul is going to win his first title. Either way, someone, some, some, some superstar is winning their first title this year. That, that's exciting. That's exciting. All right, so. Greg, I know you wanted to talk about this. Um, definitely wanted to talk about this uh, from yesterday, and that is the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Joey Chestnut, man, you talk about a goat. That's one right there. He won again this year with a world record seventy-six hot dogs eaten. Greg, it's all yours. Yeah, man. Um. 76 fucking hot dogs. I mean, I don't really like I'm just I'm really mystified at the fact that somebody can garf down 76 hot dogs and do it for 16 straight years. Um, and it's not the only food contest that he does. He has multiple contests that he's won and he's lost a few this year. I kind of like follow him on Twitter. So I look at his contest. But this is like something I do religiously. Every 4th of July, I watch this event. I love, love watching it. It's fun. Um, you know, the family gets involved. We don't eat hot dogs though. Um, I probably won't eat another hot dog for another like six months because (laughs) (laughs) there's something about looking at humans just like not even eat hot dogs. I don't think they bite into them. I think they just like slide. So yeah. Um, also, um, I want to say her name is, uh, Katie Soto. Or Miki Soda, I can't remember her exact name. Um, she announced that she is pregnant. That's why she didn't go to redeem her title from last year. I wanted to say congratulations to her. Because yeah, you know 30, 36 weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to her. Um, they didn't show the woman's one on TV, which I thought was BS. Really unhappy with the fact that Nathan's did not do that. But Shout out to my boy Chestnut, man. Ended up going and winning again. So hopefully next year he takes the year off and let somebody else do it. Because I think he's not going to pull the same crowd. And if they're going to do every year, he just eats one more high dog. Eventually when you're going to get to 80, it's like, all right, now he has to retire. So just take the year off. I I think so. Next year, you know, hopefully we'll be out of the the thick of this pandemic 
and they'll be back on Con- back on Coney Island, you know, where they traditionally hold hold the contest at. Um, and it has 40,000 people there. That, that's going to motivate him to to, to to go for seventy-seven, to go for seventy-eight. Because he's gonna have that motiv- he's gonna have that motivation of all those people there to see him. I agree with that. Yeah, I I watched I watched a little, I watched bits and pieces of it because uh, we were getting ready to, to barbecue and everything yesterday. I mean, that man is just he's he's, he's a robot, man. Joey Chestnut is a freaking robot, like unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, I, I called him the Glizzy Gladiator. So now I know that sounds kind of suspect, but hey, um, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, that was hot though. I I can't eat seventy six hot dogs over the course of over the course of a year to do it in ten minutes. (laughs) In ten minutes, I I didn't get to see any any of it. Okay, but I watched the highlights on Sports Center. Who I guess this was the first annual lemonade chugging contest. Yep, I can't remember the dude's name. I cannot remember his name. Um, but I would, I would. He gulped that. He gulped that lemonade. I like know, like, like, like a, I, uh, 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 like it was last call at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that, and and I was just like so entertained by that. You know, just him, just the way he did it and everything. I was very, yeah. very entertained by that. <laughs> yeah, his name yeah, that is was, uh, Badlands Chugs. Badlands. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite funny. <laughs> I enjoy watching that. <laughs> yeah. I was concerned. That I can do. <laughs> yeah. At one point, you could tell he like stumbled because it, it's hard to like, I guess like the way it looked, it looked hard. Like he had, how many, I think they said it was like 324 ounces. Of it was a lemonade. gallon. It was, it a, was gallon. a gallon. See, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it was just straight lemonade, right? Lemonade. No, thank you. No, I'm surprised you. that man doesn't have diabetes. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that. That's a lot, man. Like too much for me. Yeah. See, okay. I can't have lemonade like that either. <laughs> All right. Oh God. Going back, because you just you make you know when you brought up Sports Center, um, Lou, you made me think about the story that. Um, Greg, you sent yesterday the um, the controversy with Maria Taylor and uh, um, Rachel Nichols. You have more context into it. I don't have the article up in front of me right now. Uh, you want to touch on that real quick? I I honestly haven't heard anything about it. Go ahead, Greg. I'm sorry. Oh no, I couldn't hear you guys. I had to mute for a second. Uh, so, no, I was talking about um, when Lou referenced that he, that he watched the highlights of the eating hot of the eating hot of Nations on Sports Center. That just brought me back to um, that article you sent me yesterday that was published in the New York Times about the rift between Maria Taylor and um, Rachel Nichols. Oh yeah, um, Rachel Nichols is a piece of shit. Um, when it comes to her. She is honestly like 
she she has her lane and everybody likes her because she's a likable person who has a lot of information on sports and it's not just basketball it's all sports like you can put her on a football field she knows that um she can cover the nhl like you know the stanley cup they can do that um take her to tennis like the same like wherever she is she's just so versatile that you can put her anywhere and she will perform the issue is white privilege um and the white privilege being she's a pretty white woman who is on ESPN. The athletes like her. They think she's kind of attractive. She's kind of thick. She looks good. But more importantly, she is a white woman at the end of the day. Um, so no disrespect to the white people who are listening to the show. Um, that is just some things you know for a fact you can't say. And Rachel Nichols, she had a hot mic. <laughs> um, and she let her true feelings come out on that mic. and. She tried to like apologize for it, but some shit you can't apologize for. So, okay, so I have the I have the article up now, so I can go for it. I I can read from it. As soon as I move away, because my kids are being really loud right now. Um, okay, let me pull the article up. Got it. All right, so as the NBA playoffs started in May, the stars of ESPN's marquee basketball show NBA Countdown discussed whether they would refuse to appear on it. They were just objecting to a production edict from executives that they believe was issued to benefit a sideline reporter and fellow star Rachel Nichols despite comments she had made suggesting that the host of NBA countdown Maria Taylor <clears throat> had gotten the job because she was black Nichols is white um, some of those involved saw the initial maneuvering as a sign of the network favoring Nichols despite a backdrop of criticism from employees who complained that the sports network has long mishandled problems with racism. They had declined to discipline Nichols despite furry throughout the company over her remarks, which she made during a phone conversation nearly a year ago after learning that she would not host coverage during the 2020 NBA Finals, as she had been expecting. Um, so... Nichols in, 20, in July 2020 said, I wish, quote, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball. If you, need to, if you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You are not going to find it from me or taking my finger away. <laughs> Unquote. So, going further, going further, context. ESPN has been trying and often failing to deal with the scandal for months, but a fast approaching deadline is forcing the network to show at least some of its cards. Taylor's contract expires during the NBA Finals, which start on Tuesday between the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Yet, few substantive steps have been taken toward a new deal, even though Jimmy Pataro, the president of ESPN, has identified Taylor as one of ESPN's rising stars. I, I, I appreciate you reading all that, Q. Um, I'm going to give you some facts. Go ahead. Rachel Nichols' mother-in-law is Diane Sawyer, who obviously is one of the biggest names on screen ever on ABC. Um, so there's that. She's also from Potomac, Maryland, which you and IQ know is one of the most prestigious parts.
parts of DMV area. It's like the equivalent of like Beverly Hills when it comes to like the DMV area. There are other pockets that are like, you know, Silicon Valley and stuff like that. But Beverly Hills, um, I would probably say Potomac, Maryland is up there. Um, Rachel Nichols, to me, um, she's always been one of the cool ones. One of the ones where you're like, oh, like she just she gets it. Like, you know, she's she's all right. Like, you know, we didn't have anything bad to say about her. And like like most white women who feel like they are threatened by, you know, you know, diversity, you know, in their workplace, they feel threatened and they result into, you know, backing down into, you know, white womanism. I know that's not a term, but you know what I mean? Like they at the end of the day are white women. So they don't want to go and say, hey, by the way, um, you know, you want to give that black woman opportunity? Sure. But what about me? Like, I'm here. I'm Diane Sawyer's uh, uh, daughter-in-law, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, But outside of like the race aspect of it, let's just talk about the gender. Um, Rachel did not want to end up being like most of the ESPN, like female telecasters, who you see them for two or three years, they may or may not be married, they are attractive, they set a, a tone, a stereotype, so to speak, but then they age out. They, you know, I won't say they look less pretty, but they see the next one coming up. Um, well, this year, more importantly, more recently, there have been Black women um, that have been coming up the ranks. They have just as much knowledge. They are, you know, they don't have the political ties, the diversity higher role, so to speak. But when it comes to Rachel Nichols in particular, like she has all the cards to just honestly, you know, just be a good person. And I'm sure she is. She just had a hot mic and her true color, you know, they showed out and she's not going to get fired. She apologized today. She's she's there. Okay, so let me. Let me go. Let me go further into the into act, what actually happened. I'm reading directly. Going to read directly from the article. Um, Nichols, dis- Nichols discussed her career on a phone call on July 13, 2020, with Adam Mendelsohn, the longtime advisor of the Los Angeles Lakers superstar LeBron James, and James's agent Rich Paul. Nichols was speaking with Mendelsohn to request an interview with James and his Lakers teammate Anthony Davis, who Paul also represents. During the conversation, she also sought advice from Mendelssohn because she believed her bosses were advancing Taylor at her expense. Hold on one second. All right. Yeah. Um, for me, I'll, I'll pick up with, you know, from where Q is. Um, Lou, feel free to chime in. I just, you know, right, this, it's, it's just a thing, man. Like, she was wrong. She apologized, but she was still fucking wrong. Should she lose her job? Absolutely. But the thing is, once they, when I say they, meaning anyone, once you lose your job, when you are held of like that esteem, all of a sudden you switch gears. That's why you saw a lot of people go from like working for Fox, working for like, you know, a a lot of like terrible like news channels with a lot of misinformation. And they were going to channels that, you know, were switching gears and they were more so on the side that won the election in 2020. Like uh, a lot of the, like, even like Megan McCain, like she recently decided that she was going to, you know, cancel being on The View. And the reason why is people got tired of that shit <laughs> and people cared less. So when it comes to Rachel Nichols, if she were to ever get fired, keyword there's if she were to ever get fired, 
she's going to end up at a a, a bleacher report maybe she will end up at uh what is it bar stool or something like that where she says honestly some underhanded shit that is not going to fly over well um i hate the fact that i'm about to say this but Kwame Brown said something about her maybe a month and a half ago. He called her a gatekeeper. And honestly, he, he's not right about a lot, but that one, I definitely believe. Um, she also said something about not believing in the Me Too movement and laughing at it. Um, but watch how she uses it. Watch how she, you know, she's going to use the Me Too and, you know, woe is me soon. Once her job is in, you know, at stake, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. So, 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 so here, here's here's my take on this. Here's my take on this. Um, if I'm a retailer, I'm not refining with ESPN. I'm going. I'm going over to Turner, and I'm going to I'm going to host inside the NBA on Tuesday nights. Because you know Tuesday is when the B crew comes in. That is Shaq, um, Dwayne Wade, and Candace Parker when she's not playing. I think she goes because I think they got. Uh, uh, Adam Lefko hosting at, you know, basically Ernie Johnson on those days. I think that's going to go, I think she's going to go to, she's going to go to Turner and she's going to host the, the non, the non um, Ernie Johnson ca- countdown inside the NBA. And I think it would be a terrific move for her. Me personally, I've never really cared for Rachel Nichols. Um, yeah, she's good to look at. I just, I don't like her, her on screen, like uh, persona, whatever you want to say, because she almost seems like she's fake. And personally, I think she's gone. I, I think she ends up working for Fox, one of their morning shows. Uh, maybe one of their afternoon half hour shows or something like that. You know what? I yeah, <laughs> yeah I, like don't be, don't be surprised. It, it, it just it just seems like so, to me that so the, it, 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 like Skip Bayless and uh, um, who else? Uh, I don't. Did Shannon Sharp ever work for ESPN? Shannon I Sharp did. He did. It just seems like if someone gets let go from ESPN. Fox pick, picks them up real quick. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, look at <clears throat> Skip. Actually, Skip wasn't let go of his contract. Like, you know, the, uh, he was let go of his contract. They didn't renew his contract. But um, Shannon Sharp was with CBS. Um, and I think he still is. But, um, like, the jump. That's that's the show that that Rachel um that that Rachel hosts the NBA show that Rachel hosts is on ESPN at three uh, at three p.m. Right. Um, I sometimes like like watching it because um like I like to laugh at Jalen. <laughs> I think sometimes he sounds stupid. Um, but it was more interesting when Paul Pierce was on that show was on that show and when Matt Barnes was on that show. See what happened to Paul Pierce. Got him the fuck out of there because of uh, you know who else. Art. You know who else was on that show? Scotty Pippen. Talk to fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck Scotty Pippen was on that show. Yes, he was. But I, I think, like, 
Rachel Nichols isn't going anywhere because you gotta Greg, you just you, you highlighted it. She's Diane Sawyer Sawyer's uh, mother daughter in law. Yep. Well, and and Disney is not Disney's not getting rid of her. Well, they'll get rid of Maria they'll get rid of Maria Taylor. And like I said, Maria Taylor is gonna end up at Turner hosting hosting the the inside the NBA on days that Ernie Johnson does not. Yeah. I, and I think it will be a terrific move. I have to change my stance, Q. Lou said something very poignant that honestly, there's two reasons why I feel like she's gonna end up at Fox. Um, it's just another way of when, you know, they already have Diane Sawyer taking over a you know, she's at ABC. So they don't they don't really need the daughter in law there. Like they, they don't need the diversity hire there um for her. Um I feel like she's gonna end up at Fox too. But she's not going to end up on like, you know, Fox, Fox. She's going to be on Fox Sports. Um, it's safer over there on Fox Sports. You could kind of get away with just saying the most outlandish, stupid fucking shit ever. Oh, yeah. And, She'll be on that one. Oh, well, here's, here's the point that, you know, I actually had to look at a tweet that also mentioned it. She's perfect for UFC. UFC is pretty much exclusive on ESPN Plus, but they're also on Fox Sports as well. And what better place to put Rachel Nichols to talk about Conor McGregor and, you know, Holly Holm and uh, a whole bunch of, you know, UFC shit than Rachel Nichols? Will she do NF, uh, NBA games? Sure, she will. She just will probably be doing, like, next year, Indiana Pacers. Um, Sacramento Kings. She'll still be doing the Phoenix Suns because I don't feel like they're going to do anything next year. But you know, the, the the days of like cozying up to LeBron, she can't do it no more. That that's done. Them days are done. And the reason why is because now all the athletes want to look at her like, oh, if she says anything, they're going to take it out of context and they're going to put her next to a black athlete. And the response from the black athlete is going to make people think that the athlete is wrong and not her. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So that makes I, a lot of sense. Like Lou, I'm I'm with you, bro. Like Fox. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, if they don't fire her, she just just resign. Because here's the thing: if you resign, you're going to get an offer somebody you know somewhere else. You're fucking Diane Sawyer's daughter. You're going Ex- to get hired somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Because you know, yeah. the thing is, she doesn't she doesn't want to get fired. Because if she gets fired, then she can't go and pull the card. Like, well, they didn't hear me out. They didn't give me, you know, anything. Plus, I apologize. Because here's the thing: it's not about the apology. You fucked up. And if everybody knows that's where you are, like, right? Because they're gonna, they're like, basically, it's like, <clears throat> hold, hold on, let me think. They're right. going to paint her out to, you know, not be, you know, and it's it's different when you you know you're you're spewing like hate speech. And you being racial about it. Now they have Rachel Nichols against women, and not just women, black women or women of color. She's not going to win that battle. The world is too fucking sensitive as is. <laughs> so that, and they pulled out those clips about the fucking, you know, how she didn't advocate for the Me Too movement. Oh, yeah, she's a fucking done deal. She is a done deal. There are women who don't watch sports who are going to want her canceled. So <laughs> she needs to hang it up. That, that is it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, right. Uh, Maria Taylor doesn't even want to be on camera with her. Nope. Like, 
if you if you watch any of any of any of NBA countdown, every spot that every spot that Rachel Nichols did on the show was pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. They just made it look like she was uh, doing <clears throat> she was going live, but everything was pre-recorded. Yeah. So oh, it's, it's that's what I said. It, it it no it it really is it really is. I I see countdown being I see not countdown I see the jump being pulled from the two. Yeah. Hold Let, let's let's hit this button cue because we got a couple voicemails. One that's like an hour ago, but you know we'll, we'll play. I got it. Go Bucks. Whoop whoop. <laughs> okay. Oh All right. What do y'all think about the Rachel Nichols situation with the uh, Maria Maria Taylor? Oh, see, look at that. I'm glad we played that when we played it because, you know, we, we're yep. actually on this topic now. Shout out. And also shout out to Knowledge97 for clapping it up, man. We really do appreciate that. I see you. I see you up here. So shout out to you for doing your thing, man. You definitely get a shout out from the show. You are a friend of the show, so shout out to you. Um, yeah, man. Um, Rachel Nichols, she's, <laughs> she needs to be up out of there. Um, again, she's, and I don't want to make it a race thing, but it's like, yo, she's a woman. She's going to get a job. But not only is she a woman, she's a woman who already has, like, nepotism at the workplace. So she's going to get a job any fucking way. She can go anywhere now. If she says, you know what, I, I want to work for fucking CNN, she can do it. So Rachel Nichols, man, like, just resign. It, it looks better if she resigns. And then, you know what, even if, say, Fox Sports says, no, we don't want her or anything like that, Rachel Nichols is a name now. She is a name. And she can go and, in my humble opinion, she can start her own fucking podcast. Spotify will pick that shit right on up. And then she can be just like, um, who, who's uh, Steven Jackson? Because he came out and he defended her, which I thought was stupid. It's like, yo, bro, like, you didn't have to be that guy. You like you are not that guy. You did not have to literally go out of your way to defend somebody who honestly would not fucking defend you. But he's a friend, like he's a friend of hers and stuff like that. But sometimes when your friends are wrong, you just have to literally tap them on the shoulder and be like, yo, you fucked up. Don't go telling Twitter and the rest of the fucking world, hey, that's my friend, or you know, I stand with them even though they fucked up. Because here's what happens. Rachel Nichols goes behind you and lets you catch the fucking bullets. So, Steven Jackson, I'm saying this to you, not that I know you, I don't know you, I'm not cool with you or nothing like that, but I will say this, at some point, bro, it's not you defending a white woman, you defend a woman, it's like, you are defending somebody who honestly needs no fucking defending, they were wrong, you should let them be wrong and stand in that shit, shut up, and just let it be what it was. So, I, I know this is a little bit, like, slightly off topic, but don't try to be Felicia Rashad. Because you see where that landed her ass at. So, Steven Jackson, like, if I could give you an award, you would get the Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here award. Because nobody fucking asked you. Absolutely not. One fucking person said, hey, what do we think about this Rachel Nichols shit? Nobody asked Greg. Nobody asked Q. Nobody asked Lou. But you know what? We have a podcast where we can talk about it. And it's honestly, it's unbiased because we don't know this woman. We just know the content, you know, and the consequences of her actions. Him, he's defended her multiple times. Now, some would say, oh, is he trying to sleep with her? I don't think so. 
some would say, oh, that's just a friend of his. I probably think so. But more importantly, she fucked up. She fucked up. So now, him, Steven Jackson, you don't only look bad with your fellow like peers when it comes to like the sports commentary shit. Now you're going to have black women and, you know, the Me Too movement on your ass because you could not just stay out of the fucking way. Like, how hard is it to honestly just like dodge the fucking bullet? Come on, Neo. Just like dodge the fucking bullet. You had one job. Just shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Why are you still here, bro? Like, it it, it, it really hurts because it's like, yo, like, I know Steven Jackson is a good guy. Like everything I see from him outside, of, like the Kwame Brown shit, like he 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 donates and needy, he goes and like he does things with the youth, and I respect him for that. What I can't, what I personally can't respect is when you go and you put yourself out there to honestly catch strays, and you didn't have to. Rachel Nichols didn't even have to defend herself. You saw what happened; she went and did a fucking apology one time, not even to the person at the person. She went on air and apologized for the actions, but not to the fucking person. And they work together. Does nobody else see this shit weird to me? Like, but me? Like, come on, man. But, you know, without going on a long diatribe, man, like, Steven Jackson, I I really, I I wish he wouldn't have said anything. Rachel Nichols, I I feel like at this point, it's okay to resign and nobody will hate you for it. Um, Because honestly, Maria Taylor, she's going to have your job. Um, you trying to stay there thinking you're gonna keep it makes the shit worse. It's like you work at a place and they're like, "Hey, we need to, you know, we need you to train this person," and you're training this person, but they catch on faster than you. They're more likable at the office than you. They start taking responsibilities and they start moving up the ranks, and you're at the same fucking spot. That's going to be Maria Taylor, and it's all because you know what. Instead of you saying, you know what, I want to train her to do the same things I do so we can be effectively together. What you did is you ran into your coworkers, Rachel Nichols, and said, you see this new person? They ain't good enough. They ain't as good as me because I've been doing this longer. It don't work like that. I know people who have been working at jobs five, six years, and somebody comes in in the first 30 days, learn all that shit, and do it better. So Yeah, I agree. Happens every day. Happens every day at my work. Every day. Can you you imagine like being that person who don't want to see your company thrive because you think that you are the best at your fucking job? You can be the best at your job, but the thing is, you don't have to talk about that shit to your peers. Go home and talk to your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, people who honestly are not on the fucking clock. Because here's what happens every single fucking time this happens. It's happened to me. You go and you talk to your peers that you work with about how you do better things than other people. And they're going to go tell those other people or they're going to tell somebody who's going to tell somebody who might either tell the boss or that person. And now you got everybody looking at you like, oh, you're just a fucking hater. Oh, you just you think you're better than everybody else. Right. You don't want to be that person. Rachel Nichols now is that person. Everybody's looking at her, both women and men and the entire fucking Twitterverse are all looking at Rachel Nichols like, so you really thought you were better than everybody. Your interviews are already terrible. You just pretty, like Lou said, she's just good to look at. And I'm confident in saying the same fucking thing. I was trying to be nice about it. She looks good. She looks good on camera. She looks good. 
she has a lot of knowledge. We're not going to sit here and act like she's dumb. She has a lot of knowledge to back yeah. up the beauty that's there. She can give you a stat line from fucking six weeks ago. She can talk. She asked the right question. She's absolutely gorgeous. But the thing is, you know, at the end of the day, her heart is just like, it, it's a little bit off because now she's shown her true colors, you know, her true colors. So now what? Now that we know that's the Rachel Nichols that everybody was expecting, but you were giving us the cool one. I know. Mm-mm. No, like now, you know, I don't want her to, you know, all of a sudden pull out a black boyfriend or a black fiance and say, hey, I have black friends. It's like, that's that's absolutely not how that works. That, that's absolutely not how they, you, you, it, it's, it's, it's storybook, Lou. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, you know, I have black friends. My boyfriend's black. My girlfriend's black. And, right. you know, all of a sudden you're in all these black spaces. Like, yo, that doesn't take away from the shit that you've done. To flip it, it's the same way as if a black person like me. Say, for example, if, you know, I say something very derogatory towards the white community and then I say, but my wife is white. That doesn't make the shit and the actions that I've done less wrong. You fucked up and you got to own it. So, right. you know, Rachel Nichols, I, I'm, I'm not even going to give her an award. I just want her to honestly put in her resignation because if she doesn't and she continues, because what is she? Is she ESPN or is she ABC? Well, doesn't ESPN... Disney owns ESPN and ABC, don't they? Yeah. Oh, so she just don't want to give up the Disney check like Lou said. Well, I'm sorry, right. Like Q said. So, but here's the thing. Like, would you rather give up the Disney check or, you know, just me personally, I would resign or I would be asked to be transferred somewhere else. Well, like, and it's exactly what you, I'm sorry. It's exactly what you said, though. She, she could resign tomorrow at noon and have a job somewhere else by one o'clock. Exactly. I mean, anywhere she goes because she is well known. Mm -hmm. I mean, she, she is a decent reporter. I'm not going to say good or great, but she's decent. And, you know, again, it it goes back to who her mother-in-law is also. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, Hey, I mean, you know, if she wants to like, you know, if she wants to stay there, I'm not going to be mad. Um, I just know for a fact that people now are going to, they're going to notice the chip on her shoulder because now it's like, okay, were you threatened? Did you feel threatened at the fact that Maria Taylor was better than you? That's why you said the things you said. And more importantly, if Maria Taylor comes out and knocks it, you know, knocks it out of the park, people are going to be like, yo, like, so we see why you hate it. She was actually better than you. Right. I, I think there's a little bit of the scare tactic there, too. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I don't really have much more to say. I've already talked enough. But, yeah, that just... I'm, I'm sorry, man. It's, damn. And the fucked up part about it is it's like, I liked her. I still like her. That, that's, that's what kills me. It's like, bro, like, you were the one. Like, you were the one out of that the small bunch that we actually liked. And you still fucked it up. We we can't win, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I, it, it's a it's a crazy situation. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my hot take that Maria Taylor leaves ESPN goes to Turner, um, and yeah, that's it. So, um, really quickly, the All Star teams have been announced for Major League Baseball. You know, the All Star game is next Tuesday. Um, the Home Run Derby is next Monday. And Shohei Otani 
who is going to be the American League most valuable player this year. He is going to pitch and hit in the All-Star game. Just freaking incredible, man. That man is a freak of nature in a good way. <laughs> no? Yo, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, uh, the dude is, uh, I mean, they're almost treating him like, uh, they, like they used to treat Barry Bonds. Um, whenever he comes up to hit, they walk him or they pitch around him. Because he's hitting everything out. He's what's he got? Thirty-one home runs right now before the all. Yeah, all thirty-one. So, um, but yeah, the 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 whole pitching and hitting in the All Star game, first player to ever do so. Um. So I, yeah, it, you you said it. it. It's it's something we'll probably never ever see in our lifetime. Absolutely. So I want to quickly, because I have the all-star rosters up, I'm going to quickly go through the rosters. Um, starting in the American League, the starters at catcher will be Salvador Perez. First base is uh, Vladdy Jr., Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Second base, Marcus Simeon. Um, third base will be Rafael Devers. At shortstop, Xander Bogarts. Mike Trout was elected as a starter, but of course he's injured, so... Um, he will have a injury replacement. Aaron Judge in Aaron Judge, Tiasca Hernandez, they'll both all of those two are outfielders and starting at DH, that's the designated hitter is Shohei. Um the reserves for the American League. Uh, Mike Zanino from Tampa Bay, Jose Altuve from the Houston Chitros. Uh, <laughs> Bo Bichette from the Blue Jays, Carlos Correa from the Chitros, Matt Olson from the Oakland Athletics, Jose Ramirez from Cleveland, uh, Jared Walsh from the from from the Los Angeles Angels, Michael Brantley from Houston, Joey Gallo Texas, Adelis Garcia from Texas, Cedric Mullins from the Baltimore Orioles. J.D. Martinez from Boston and Nelson Cruz from Minnesota. Um, the pitchers, the starting pitchers will be Shane Bieber. He's also going to be, he's injured right now, so there'll be an injury replacement for him. Garrett Cole, Nathan Evaldi Nathan from Boston, Kyle Gibson, Texas, Yusei Kikuchi from Seattle, Lance Lynn from the White Sox, and Carlos Rodon, his teammate. Lance's Lance's teammate on the White Sox. The relievers, um, Matt Barnes from Boston, Aroldis Aroldis Chapman, Liam Hendricks, Ryan Presley, and Gregory Soto. Now, for the National League, the elective starters were at catcher Buster Posey from, from the Giants, Freddie Freeman at first base from Atlanta, Adam Frazier from Pittsburgh at second base, Nolan Arenado, third base, from uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, Fernando Tatis Jr. From, at shortstop from San Diego, Ronald Acuna Jr. from Atlanta in the outfield, Nick Castellanos from the Reds, and Jesse Winker from the Reds in the outfield. Um, the reserves, uh, JT Real Muto from the Phillies, Ozzy Albies from Atlanta, Chris Bryant from the Cubs, Brandon Crawford from the Giants, Jake Cronenworth from 
from the Padres, Eduardo Escobar from Arizona, Max Muncy from the Dodgers, Trey Turner from Washington, Wookie Betts from the Dodgers, Ryan Reynolds from Pittsburgh, Kyle Juice Schwarber from the Nationals, who um, is currently injured, so he'll have an injury replacement. Juan Soto from the from the Nationals and Chris Taylor from the Dodgers. The starting pitchers, um, Corbin Burns from Milwaukee, Hugh Darvish from San Diego, Jacob DeGrom, the best pitcher on earth from the Mets, Kevin Gossman from the Giants, Herman Marquez from Colorado, representing the home t- representing the host team, the Colorado Rockies. You know, it was supposed to be Atlanta, but since they decided they want to vote to suppress. They moved the game to call to Denver. Uh, Trevor Rogers from Miami, Zach Wheeler from Philly, and Brandon Woodruff from Milwaukee. The relievers of Josh Hader from Milwaukee, Craig Kimball from the Cubs, Mark Melanson from San Diego, and Alex Reyes from St. Louis. Okay. The one thing that I would like to say about this, and it doesn't have to do with the players or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but this has like it's been a thing in Major League Baseball for the All Star Game for years mm-hmm. that one of one of their uh, I don't want to necessarily say a rule, but they select a player from each team, right? In right. all of baseball, I really wish other sports could do that. Now, the only sport that I can see that probably couldn't do that would be the NBA. Mm-hmm. So. I, I just, you know, I, me personally, I, I would just like to commend Major League Baseball for continuing to do that. And I would hope I mean, that maybe the National Football League, National Hockey I mean, League. The, 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 not to cut you off. The, the NFL does it too. Like there is at least one. Oh, they do? There is at least one pro bowler from each team. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, no problem. Yeah. It, I just yeah, always, you know, admired how they did that. You know, that. Even if your team has won two games the entire first half of the season, you still get an all-star. <laughs> right, right, right. So I, I actually I like that rule too because because despite you know a team being having a bad record, there is a player on there is a player on each team that does has done well. I mean, take the take the Orioles for example. Like Cedric Mullins is mashing the ball. Like he is absolutely right. mashing. I, I think like either either him, Trey Mancini, or um, Ryan Mountcastle were deserving of an All Star nod. And then, um, like, like take take the Pittsburgh Pirates for example. They're one of the mm-hmm. worst teams in baseball, but yet they have a starter in the All Star game, which I am very, very, very surprised at. Uh, Second yeah, baseman. Um, Oh uh, yeah, was um, Adam Frazier. He was voted. He was voted a starter. He was voted right. a starter by the fans. Like yeah, but Adam Frazier is playing out his mind this year. He's about to get traded in a couple of weeks though. But oh, um, oh yeah, <laughs> he's about to get traded in a couple of weeks. But yeah, Adam Frazier has been playing it out of his mind. Um, and actually, he's not the only pirate. Brian right. Reynolds. There's, yeah, the the in reserve. The I, and I think that um, it's either Reynolds or Frazier. One of the two. I'm not exactly sure. But no, one Frazier, of them is... Yeah. Frazier is a starter. He was okay. voted a starter. And um, Brian Reynolds was, was voted a 
was chosen as a reserve by the managers. Okay, because I think Adam Frazier bats leadoff for the Pirates, and I believe he's like right up there in, in like the top five in hits, batting average, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So very he's playing, well deserved. He's playing, yeah, he's playing out of it. He's playing absolutely nuts this year, and you you love to see it. You know, he's about to not be a pirate in three weeks, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> every year uh, it happens. Every year it happens. That's why Pittsburgh is always shit trash. But um, yeah, you could. I, I I really do. Like I said, I really do. I, I, I'm with you 100. percent I really like that Major League Baseball makes sure that at least one player for every team is represented in the All Star game, and that's how it should be because. You know, your team may be bad, but you might you probably do have one player that's that's playing exceptional. So yeah, and I might why not give them their shine too? Yep. Why not give them their shine too? All right, so oh I'm sorry, one second. All right. Um Greg, do you want to have your weekly WWE bash session? <laughs> nope, nope. I'm on vacation. No bashing. No, no bashing. No bashing this week. Oh, okay. So I guess we it'll can it'll probably be next week af- after the pay per view. Exactly. Oh, that should be exciting. Nope. That should, should be, be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving right along. We're nearing the end of the show. Can you believe that? Wow, this is great. So, anyone have awards to give out this week? It is award season. And before we go, I'm sorry, before we get into award season, let's play this comment. Here we go. When do I get to be back on the show? And you're not anymore. But anyway. Um... Award season. Anyone have anyone with awards to give out this week? I gave out mine. Okay, sorry about the dead air. Lou, any awards to give out this week? Off the top of my head, I can't think of any right at the moment. I'm trying to think of the Doc Rivers What Do You Mean Award. I think we can give that out. We can comfortably give that out to Rachel Nichols. She gets that this week. Okay. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. She, Fair enough. Yes. She, she definitely gets it this week. What do you mean? I, I'm the face of ESPN. I'm the face of ESPN's <laughs> NBA coverage. Right. Huh? <laughs> get out of here, that crap. But anyway, all right. So. Unpopular, we've reached a segment that we call Unpopular Opinions. We're going to go in random order. So, Lou, what is your unpopular opinion for this week? Uh, go, go with, you go first, please. Oh, I, I go first? Please. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> my unpopular opinion for this week. Oh man. It's not I can't you know I don't really have one because you all know that the Phoenix Suns the Phoenix Suns are gonna win. But I will say this. 
I will say this. I know earlier in the show, I in earlier in the show, I, I said that Phoenix was going to win in six. Giannis is doubtful for tomorrow, which I already know he, he's he's not going to play. I think the series is over in five. When they get back to Phoenix in Game Five, that's it. It's over. Uh, my unpopular opinion is Conor McGregor is going to lose on Saturday night. He's going to get knocked out, and then he's going to retire. So that's my unpopular opinion. All right, Lou, what's yours? My unpopular opinion is I'm going to stick to my guns and say the Suns win in six. But my unpopular opinion will be that DeAndre Ayton will win MVP of the finals. Ooh, that's a hot okay. take, folks. That's a hot take, folks. Hot, hot off the press. DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton winning, winning the finals MVP. Wow. That, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna fault you for making that take. That man has been falling all playoffs long. I got to get these unpopular now, opinions and hot takes straightened out. <laughs> and that, and that, and now he ha- and now he gets to play Brolo slow mo Brolo, and he's going to destroy them. Boy, boy. All right, well, let's go ahead and close this one out. Um, I have my cup poured. Hope everyone has their cup poured. We're, we're gonna uh, take take a sip before we close out with our social medias and send the send the fans home happy. Because we did we did say this was gonna be the hangover edition. <laughs> well, I didn't drink last night, and I'm drinking a little bit tonight, so. Oh well, it'll be the hangover edition tomorrow. But uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Let's go ahead and get us get up out of here. Where can they find you all on social media? You can follow me when I get back from vacation. <laughs> all right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Little Italy. It's L I T T L. I T A L Y. All right. You can follow me. Actually, you can follow the show it. Why be bothered? Is that I I, I I should eventually I should eventually learn the, the the name of the Twitter handle for the show, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, you can follow the show at Why Be Bothered. Said yes. You can, <laughs> you can follow the show at Why Be Bothered on Twitter. You can follow me on my personal Twitter at QDZ1906. Fuck Instagram. That shit sucks. And with that, we bid you adieu. We'll Greg, you enjoy next. your enjoy the rest of your vacation, brother. <clears throat> Excuse yeah, me. And we will and we will see you all next week. Adios, everybody. Peace out. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. 
We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs. Perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 